And today on the podcast, we've got Michael from Celebrity Cruises. So welcome to the podcast, Michael. Hey, thanks for having me. You're very, very welcome. I think Celebrity Cruises is one of those kind of big names that lots of people have heard of. But we want to find out a little bit more from the horse's mouth. What separates Celebrity Cruises from some of the other cruise lines? Wow, it's a big question because a lot of people say to us that have never cruised before, it's their celebrities on board. <laughs> we like to treat, you know, and we like to treat everybody as if they're a celebrity. But I'd say what separates us is definitely we have our brand pillows that we, everything we do is really focused on brand pillows. And some of them being, well, I'll just give you a couple to talk about, be our design on board our ship. So our design on board our ship is it's sea facing. So we have lots of floor to ceiling glass really connecting with the sea, which may sound a bit crazy when you say that because it's a ship at sea, but there is a lot of ships that are built with not a lot of outward facing restaurants and open spaces so you can that's when people say oh i could feel a bit claustrophobic on cruise so it's definitely our design we use amazing designers so i think the ones we'd be familiar with in the uk is kelly hoppen so kelly hoppen designs all of our interior so beautiful colorings of the staterooms and all of the public areas even down to our crew areas as well so i'd say definitely design i think when people go on our ships they are wowed by the design on board, the artwork on board, everything, you know, the attention to detail is second to none. Also, I would definitely say for foodies, we are really up on our culinary experience when on board celebrity cruises. So if that's from the buffet restaurant, our Ocean View, which you can dine around the world every day, all day if you wish, or if it's down to our speciality restaurants where we have Le Petit Chef on board, which is a 4D animation show dinner, which is fantastic and it's the only one at sea and actually i think there's only one restaurant does this 4d animation and it's in london so to have it at sea it's that kind of bucket list things to do whilst you're at sea so then people are looking for the experiences of our culinary experience we have a michelin starred chef cornelius gallagher which is our michelin star guide for everything that we do with our food obviously what goes well with food is wine so we have the most wine at sea and we have a wine tower in our main dining restaurant on our solstice class ships that holds around 1800 different bottles of wine. So if you like your food and you like your wine, we have the more sommeliers at sea than any other cruise line as well. So we will pair the wine with your dinner and with each course. And, you know, if you do a drink package, like all of that's included in. So is a real culinary experience when you are on board every meal is different so i'd say culinary design and the destinations as well so although it's a cruise ship and you think well i'm going to all these different destinations what we do as a brand is we try and get you into the port as early as possible and leave as late as possible so you can really experience and go further into that destination and one thing that we do at celebrity cruises do this worldwide is we do overnight stays so you could be in places like Copenhagen or Iceland in Reykjavik and we overnight we stay there overnight. So what that means is, you'll agree, if you go on a city break, like Ibiza town is very different in the day to what it is at night time. So it's great. <laughs> it definitely is. And also in Reykjavik, you know, you can stay and hopefully see the northern lights at night time. So we do about connecting with the destination. So definitely our destination offering as well. Yeah, I think sometimes with the cruise ships, you, it's a bit of a 
in and out within within a couple of hours. And I think that's why sometimes sort of more seasoned cruisers don't bother getting off at certain point ports because yeah. it's not kind of really, really neat. But if you're going to be in there and you're going to have that whole day to go up and explore and even an overnight as well, then to go do a, a Reykjavik, a couple of nights stay there, it's not a cheap thing to do. So if you do no. it as part of a cruise, you are hitting off quite a few sort of different cities and different ports in each one. Yeah, and, and you're getting like all your food and your drinks included when you're on the ship. So it's a great place that you can just go back to, have dinner, then get changed and go out and have a, an evening stroll in somewhere different. So it's a great, like what you just said, it's like a city break within your main holiday. Yeah, I think like going around the Norwegian fjords, Norway is a very expensive place to, to eat and drink. Yes. So I think it's, a, it's brilliant that you can go and explore during the day and then get back to the ship and have your wine and your, and your dinner uh, all served to you and not have to pay the quite expensive price. Well, I think the last time I was in Norway, someone went into McDonald's and it was about £12 for a McDonald's meal, which kind of just gives you yeah. like the basic guide to how much things cost yeah. over there. So being able to go back to the ship is just kind of wonderful. And I completely agree with what you were saying about the design is I've been on cruise ships before where you don't necessarily even know you're on a cruise ship because it's so it's so indoors, it's so inside. Yeah. Whereas one, you know, you do want to be out at sea. Now I personally from a cabin, I usually go inside. Main reason for that is because where I sleep at home, it's in complete darkness. And I find that even if I'm in a hotel or, or on a cruise ship where it's got curtains, they don't quite block out the, the yeah. sun for me because I sleep in complete darkness. So that's the only reason I take an in, inside cabin. But apart from that, I would be out all the time, out on the decks. Or if you want to be in a restaurant, you do want to see that you're in sea. You don't want to be looking at a wall. Oh. Absolutely. And what we have on our newer design ship, so Edge Series of ship, we've actually got outside dining as well in a few of our restaurants. So our speciality restaurant, Raw 15, which is our sushi restaurant there. That has outside dining. We've also got outside dining at our Eden Cafe. We've also got outside dining at the Ocean View Cafe. So again, whilst you've got a beautiful plate of food in front of you, you're actually sitting out seeing where you're actually sailing to and getting the experience of being on a cruise ship. Yeah, I don't know if you ever watched it. Steve Coogan and Rob Bryden did a TV show called The Trip Around and it was there was ones around Greece and there was ones around Italy. And I was always amazed at how expensive their meals are because they were always sat in the sea. And you'd be paying yes. sort of a hundred and ten euros each for a meal or something like that. And you go, Yeah, you can do this as part of your cruise. You can sit at sea and you can be right at sea. And also it's going past you as well. And see, I've been on cruise ships before where you know you can see dolphins. Yeah. So touching on that, so the if you're talking on Greece and if you anyone that's ever been to Santorini or would like to go to Santorini, it's probably one of the most Instagrammable places is the sunset in Santorini. So if you sail into Santorini with celebrity cruises, we actually stay till half past ten in the evening. So you can actually see the sunset from the cruise ship. Now that is like best Instagrammable picture moment ever on any cruise ship. And that's the again, like going back to what I said before, connecting with the destination is that is such a key thing for anyone that wants to go to Santorini. We thought, well, why should we leave five o'clock when we can leave at half past ten and give people that amazing best seat in the house watching the sunset in Santorini. I think you'd be pretty annoyed if you'd been out all day in Santorini and then you completely missed the sunset. I think you'd 
Yeah. It's almost like not going there really, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It's such a key point of going, but I just, you can see all them people in the hills of Oya watching the sunset, looking down on our ship thinking, I wish I was on that because that is definitely the best seat in the house for, for this, for this sunset. Yeah. And it's fantastic. You get to go to all these amazing places. I think it's about 300 different ports you go to. So it is sort of something for, for, for anyone, because I think a lot of times when people think of cruising, they think of Caribbean, Mediterranean, Norwegian fjords. But then you also yeah. got ones, for example, you can go around the Galapagos. Yeah, we have three ships in the Galapagos. One is a 14-seater catamaran, so perfect for families or if anybody's wanting to do like a small bespoke business trip. A lot of people do that. We have one that holds 44 passengers, and then we have our beautiful Celebrity Flora that was introduced in 2021. So this ship, Celebrity Flora, was built just for the Galapagos. So she will go nowhere else. And it's unique to the Galapagos that the ship doesn't even have an anchor. Oh, wow. That won't harm the seabed. Oh, so wow. it's all done by Sola. Very clever how the ship stays still. But it's how it does it, purposely, because this ship was being built, and it holds 100 people. It's 50 suites only. And to compare us versus other cruise lines in the Galapagos, where other cruise lines in the Galapagos will have like a beauty spa and a hairdresser on board, we actually have a science lab on board in that space. Yeah. So customers that are on board can see our our team on board mapping the seabed, checking the sea temperature, and all of this data that we collect goes back to versities in the state, so we can you know monitor the the temperature dot drops the the mapping of the sea floor. So it's really really exciting. Yeah, we do Galapagos, we do Antarctica. We've actually just got some sailings that are going out this week in Antarctica. We do, like I said before, Iceland. We're the only cruise ship that sails around the whole of Iceland, not just going to Reykjavik and back. Yeah. You know, so it is fantastic. And we've got ships that go all the way down to Australia, you know, Hobart. And what's the place at the bottom of Australia? Tasmania. Tasmania, yes. (laughs) Tasmania, yeah. New Zealand. And then we do Hawaii as well. So with us, you really can touch every corner of the world. Yeah, and, and South America as well is, is quite a popular way of going to South America because I think yeah. there's places that I've always wanted to go to, but it's, we don't really, as Brits, kind of know it that well, especially starting to get around. So to be able to get onto a cruise ship, you can go to, you know, to, go to Rio, go to finish in Buenos Aires, and have this amazing experience where you're going to go and see these different parts of South America without kind of having to take a lot of in- internal flights because South America is a pretty big place. It's the same as well with Asia. Mm. A lot of people want to go to these destinations, but they want the, the security of going back to a ship. This is going to sound really mad when I say this, but we have a lot of people that will book to go around Asia or South America because they know what food they're going to get offered when they're on board the ship. They might not necessarily want to fully immerse themselves in the destination that they're going to and eat Asian food for two weeks. But going back to a ship every night, we're going to take you to all of them postcard points, points that you want to go to. And then you know what you're going back to, going back to your home comforts. You've only unpacked once. You're not living out of the suitcase. You know, it's it's a real great way to see the world. I think you've got hit the nail on the head, actually, is if you were traveling around Asia, for example, you'd be packing your bag every three days. You'd be spending an hour getting to the airport, an hour getting through yeah. customs. Then you got to get on the fly, and then you got to sit around, and then you got to get picked up again, and you got to unpack and everything like that. And then 
by the time you've actually got anywhere, unless you take an overnight, yeah. I can't sleep on planes, then you could be quite tired actually by the time you get to there. Whereas you can be yeah. waking up nice and refreshed. You've had your, had your orange juice in the morning, you've had your cereal, you had yeah. your breakfast, and you go off and go and explore these amazing places. And then the next, then you come back on board, and the next day you go and find somewhere else to go and explore. Oh, so it's perfect. It's the perfect way to travel. And, you know, you're getting world class entertainment on all of our ships and, you know, there's lots going on. It's, it is amazing to wake up in a new destination every day. And obviously, you won't, you wouldn't see where you woke up every morning because you're staying in an inside state. If you have to <laughs> go and have a look on deck, but if you do have a balcony stateroom, which 85% of our staterooms are balcony or outside, then it is great. It is that excitement of waking up in the morning, opening the curtains to kind of see where you are. Yeah, I can imagine if you were docking right in the middle of a city. Yeah. Just seeing that waking up and suddenly going, wow we're in singapore yeah. <laughs> wow we're in tokyo yeah. and been able to see that straight from 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 your bedroom yeah. window it's an ever-changing bedroom window really isn't it so speaking about sort of different food what would you what, where's your kind of go-to when you go on board what's your, what do you looking forward to so i do i as a family i love main dining i love the main dining restaurant and i know we have we do have speciality restaurants on board which are fantastic I love the buzz of the main dining restaurant. There's a lot of people in there. It's different cultures coming in and there's no set timing for dinner on celebrity cruises. So you can book your set dining if, you, if you're a traditionalist and like the six o'clock, six o'clock sitting or do open dining as well. So you can just go for dinner when you're ready. And I love the main dining experience because like I said, it's a big restaurant, busy. There's lots of atmosphere going on and do get great choice of food and also say a great choice of wine as well but then saying that there's nothing that i don't love than going up to the buffet if you've been out on an excursion all day and you just think oh you know what tonight i just fancy something quick not really wanting the sit down dinner when you go up to our ocean view cafe i always say you can't beat an ocean view cafe and curry they do the best curries on board and you can dine around the world so my son might have a jacket potato and a slice of pizza and there's me eating a curry that's been made by the best chefs on board, you know, and this is just included in our main buffet restaurant. You know, it's fantastic. You can eat as much as you wish on board a cruise ship. I think it's really good for families where you do get people who've got different tastes. Yes. It's quite hard if, for example, you want to go to one particular sort of type of restaurant that, that does one sort of style of food but not everyone likes it. You kind of feel like you're putting someone out a little bit. Though I think you can, correct me if I'm wrong, but for example, if you are in, in one restaurant that is sort of specialised in something, you, they, and someone really didn't like anything they could order off of, there's like a secret menu or something, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. If there's, well, It's always great to speak to our maitre d's in all of our restaurants beforehand. If like you say you are going to a particular restaurant, they're always willing to let you look at the menu for the next few days so you can plan your cruise around which restaurants you'd like to go into. So it's a good point you've just made there because also with wine as well. So I always say, if you go out for dinner with, say, another couple or more than another couple, and there's six or seven of you sitting around a table, you tend to all say, should we have red or white? And you tend to all go with the same, right? <laughs> yeah. You do, it is, but on a celebrity cruise, and if you've got a drink package on celebrity and... I might be having a fish starter, so I want a white wine, and someone might be having a, a meat starter or a, a meat main course and want red wine. 
if there were six of you around the table, the sommelier would open six different bottles of wine to your tasting. So it's not all of you having the same. So you could have someone having white wine, somebody having a beer, maybe somebody having red wine, you know, or and then a child having, a, you know, a juice. So I always think drinks package it really is designed for you and you're an individual on board as opposed to it all saying oh should we all have red wine or should we have white wine well which one should we go for you know it's it's a good way to think if you've got a drinks package you compare the wine with what you're eating at the dinner table and not what everyone else is eating yeah it's much better than when you're on land as you said you do end up just having to go mm, well you will just share a bottle of yeah you choose and yeah. and, and Whereas you, you can't have exactly the the right, it's, you've got the, all those different types of wines in the uh, in the main dining, so you're going to yeah. find the right wine that actually goes with, and you could have a different wine for each each course as well of if course. you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, we have the most sommeliers at sea, so it's really it's a culinary experience when you go for dinner with us. Excellent. And then out of the speciality restaurants, is there one that you would recommend people to try? God, that's a hard one. It's a real hard one. You can have more than one if you want to. No, no, no. no. You ask one, I'll go for one. I will say Le Petit Chef. Le Petit Chef is such an experience. It's a dining experience. So I don't want to share too much and give it away, but if there was four of you sitting around a table, you have the whole of the production presented on your table of Petit Chef and Friends. So they are making your dinner for you. 4D animation is outstanding this whole experience and then all of a sudden the waiters will put the food in front of you it's been designed in front of your eyes so it's always good to have good battery charge on your phone because you'll be taking lots of pictures <laughs> videos and images it's great for families adults couples it's it's a great experience not just for people think oh it's animation it's for children find you have many couples that will can again and again because it would do different shows throughout the cruise. So it's a, it's a dining experience that's not just about the food that you're eating. It's a full wow experience that you never have anywhere at sea, ever. That must be really great for kids that might have, might find sort of eating in restaurants a, a bit boring, would kind of prefer yeah. to go up to the buffet. But actually, you've got a little bit of a show going on as well. So they're going to be really entertained which means that they actually might eat something slightly healthier. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's a good, when you are travelling with families, it's a good bribing tool as well, because every kid will want to go to Le Petit Chef. It's like taking your child to London and not taking them into Hamley's toy shop. So you could say to them for two or three days, right, do this for me today, and remember we go to Le Petit Chef on Wednesday night, so you can use it as a bit of a, it's a bit like Santa's coming or Santa's watching. You know, you can use the Petit Chef as a bit of a bargaining tool. <laughs> and if, you know, you do it once on the cruise, you might be able to barter a bit more with the kids to go back again and again. No, well, so, yeah, but no, it is a good point. Talking about kids and, and families, you've got a, such a wide range of activities for them to do. I don't think the kids are actually going to get bored. I think maybe the problem is actually meeting up with the kids because they might just want to wander off and go and do their own thing. So can you tell us a little bit more about all the different kids clubs that you have? Yeah, so people think with celebrity cruises that we don't cater for children. Obviously, we've got a sister brand, Royal Caribbean, that has ships, slides, rock climbing walls, and lots of fun stuff. And with us, our kids' facilities are fantastic. Like my son's now ten and has been cruising with celebrities since he was five. And we have it's called Camp at Sea. So everything that is in our kids' facilities is on the STEM program. 
So science, technology, engineering and math. So it's not, if your kids come to our children's clubs, it won't be like just face painting and playstations and going bear hunt. They're actually, the education is being built into the daily activities and every single cruise, kids' itinerary is different depending on the age of the children that are on the ship, the sailing to the destinations that you're going. So the, the, the youth workers tailor every single sailing to the demographic and the age of the children. So I'll give you an example. I my, Two years ago, we did the 10-night canary sailing at kids' half-term in October. And I went to pick up my son from kids from the kids' club, and they actually had buckets of water. They'd made ships, and they're actually oh, not really a good thing to say it, but they're actually sinking the ships by using weights. So I thought you're on a ship and you're sinking ships. But it was teaching that it was part of maths and science of of the weights to keep the boats like float. So actually, they were having a great time thinking them in the kids' club. But actually, it's educational as well. So it was really good for them. Also, we are autism-friendly, sailing at sea as well. So we have, for autistic children, we have an array of activities that are designed for um, autism at sea. All of our youth workers have have qualifications in, obviously, childcare, but also all of them are registered to do the autism at sea as well. So that's that's a key thing that we don't shout about. But then also for the older children, because the older children, are, you know, they get to that teenage age and you say kids club to them and they're like, oh, to a kids club. So we just have the hangout where the, the, the kids can just check themselves in and check themselves out. And a bit like what you said before, they can catch up with you at night time or catch up with you in the afternoon once they've been with their pals for the afternoon. They can go into their hangout area and we've got the football tables and we've got mixing decks so they can make music and basically they've got Wi-Fi so they can hang out and do WhatsApps and Snapchats and all the things that kids and teenagers do. Um, but also cruising with children is, is such a great, safe environment for kids as well because you know they're you know where they are on the ship, but they're somewhere on the ship. So at least you know that they're somewhere on the ship. And you have multi-generations families that travel. So, you know, mum and dad, you know, nan and granddad, aunties and uncles. And it's all great because all the different destinations we go to, you might have mum and dad that want to go and do an excursion and you might have nan and granddad that just want to sit by the pool all day. But it's really nice that everyone can go and do that in the day and then meet up for dinner in the evening and, you know, share their experiences and then go off to see one of our amazing shows or go along to the silent disco. And, you know, it's, it's a great thing for multi-generational families cruising. That's definitely getting bigger. Yeah. Just to touch a point. The what you were saying about when they're on the cruise ship, they can't get off the cruise ship. They're there. Well, you can they always yeah, absolutely. Always, they know they're going to be. They're going to be looked after. They're not going to get themselves into sort of into trouble. Whereas you know, if you were on in on land and you were say in an all inclusive resort somewhere, they could potentially just walk out the front door and never be yep. again because a lot of teenagers look like the middle aged adults now anyway. So maybe people aren't going to check them. Also, you know that. They're not going to be able to drink anything as well because you have to have to yeah, have your card to get a drink. So you know, yes. look at the sneaking in any drink or getting something sneaky from the from the bar. So yeah. from that kind of point of view, you can really trust because there is no way that they can kind of really get in sort of too much trouble. I think whilst being on board, Definitely agree. Yeah, especially for the teenage yeah. kind of ones. But the, sort of what about the cabins that you you've got on board for the families? 
Yeah, so with our staterooms, which is, well, like I said, most 85% of our staterooms are outside facing to either ocean view or balcony. The real good thing about the our staterooms is we have a lot of interconnecting staterooms. You've got that interconnecting door, so you've got, the, you know, if you've got older children, you could potentially put them in the stateroom next door. You know, two bathrooms as opposed to all trying to share one bathroom. And also, which is fantastic on board, our balconies open. So, you can open the balcony. So if you want, even if you've just got two staterooms next door to each other, you can open the balcony. So you've got one big balcony. Oh. So, you know, the kids can go between the balconies and um, to the two rooms, or we can have the front of the uncertain staterooms. We can like a, an extra door in. So instead of having your two front doors, you just have one main door. The two front doors are behind that as well. If they're, you know, wanting that ultra luxury experience, we tend to have our bigger suites and we have our, retreat access as well which have you know sky suites that will hold more than four people in we have our royal suites and then we have the beautiful beautiful iconic suites on our edge series ships which hold up to six so there's lots of different options for families and i would love the idea that the balconies can be opened up so that you can you just ha- you have one big massive balcony for the whole family that you yeah. can all just sit and relax on and then when it's time to go to bed the kids can go or even yeah, you, one who's going to go to bed? The other. <laughs> they got yeah. their own cabin. I think that's one of the problems that a lot of people have, or think they're going to have on board ships, is that everyone has to go to bed at the same time, which means it's not yeah. really great if you've got sort of little ones. I always kind of say for families that have got little kids, is always go for a balcony. Do the opposite of me. Always go for a balcony because um, you can go and sit outside with a glass of wine. Yeah, on the balcony whilst the kids fall asleep. And also, if you are a family sharing one state, when you're trying to get ready for dinner, it can be quite frustrating when you're all in the same space. So if you do have that outside space, you can say to the kids or mum or dad, whoever got ready first, right, you're ready, just go sit on the balcony and give us all more space whilst you're reading a book on your iPad. The balcony, so it's giving people that outside space so you're not all you know climbing over each other. Yeah, and sort of talking about the, the state rooms, Tell us about the room service. Yeah, so we have 24-hour room service on board Celebrity Cruises. It is chargeable. So we have just introduced a charge now for our room service. So it's $9.95 for room service. And we do do a complimentary, like, continental breakfast. So if you do have, if you are going out on an excursion or you've got children, just want to order your continentals, that is included in the, the cost. It is just a one cost of $9.95 so you've been out on an excursion and you just want to sit back in your room and eat a burger on the balcony and the kids want chicken nuggets and you know you want to get a pizza you all did one order anything can be ordered into room service what I like about especially the breakfast is if you're in a destination and wanting to get out early you order you can either order TV you can order traditional way and hang it on your stateroom door before you go to bed They'll give you a call, so say say you want it delivered at 7. At like 5 to 7, they just give you a quick call to say, right, I'm on your floor, I'll be with you in the next 10 minutes. So you've got, you know, that get your statement ready and then get the kids up for breakfast. What we tend to do is, when we travel with our son, is order son breakfast to be delivered. You know what kids are like? As soon as they wake up, the first thing they say is, I'm hungry. (laughs) We then order cereal and some fruit. And then when we're ready to go for breakfast... Here, then have another breakfast but it just gives that 
you know, tea and coffee ordered as well because we love a cup of tea in the morning, don't we? I think I like the idea of double breakfasting. This does sound like a good... Yeah, it's the way forward. It's something good to go and have that. What, what what kind of stuff would would you actually get on board on a, on a breakfast? Would it be sort of like the continental breakfast, or is there cooked breakfast as well? Yeah, absolutely. You can order anything off of the menu. Just the continental is the free option. Yeah, yeah anything you want. Yeah, absolutely. Full cooked breakfast out on your balcony for you if you wish. Juices, array of juices, or different teas and coffees. Yeah, anything you wish. Anything you can think of as what you would expect in a luxury hotel. So we're a luxury resort just happen to be at sea so it's the same as what you would get in a, in a luxury hotel yeah i think it's a great way of looking at it is that if you've never been on a cruise ship before is yeah think of it as a luxury hotel that happens to have a different destinations every day and this amazing yeah. window that changes all the time yeah definitely so it's that luxury resort because we're not formal we don't expect people to wear dicky bows in the evening like traditional cruising we have a even in chic dress code, which is what you feel comfortable in. So if you want to go for dinner in a nice pair of jeans and a shirt, you can. Or if you just want to go for dinner in a pair of chinos and you do want to wear a jacket, you won't feel out of place if you wanted to wear a shirt and a jacket. You know, so it's really, so it's that relaxed luxury resort at sea of what you would expect from a good quality hotel in the UK or in Europe. Yeah, I think that's very important because a lot of people's perception of a cruise is that it's going to be a bit like titanic is you have to all be dressed up 24 7 in suits and things like that and you know a lot of cruise ships do have formal nights but i think it's great from my point of view is that i i like being able to feel comfortable i don't i don't wear suits particularly often and i don't want to wear one when i'm on holiday i want to be relaxed and especially if i'm eating as well i think it's very weird to eat in a suit it's a bit of an odd kind of thing to kind of do So by having a more relaxed sort of uh, dress code and dress uh, and the vibe on board the ship as well is very kind of relaxed yeah. of atmosphere, isn't it? And I think that kind of builds in a lot with the shows because the shows aren't kind of formal shows, if you like. There's a bit of a sort of showcase for everything, really, isn't there? So Yeah, definitely. So we have a production team on board, all of our ships, that will do your will do amazing west end style shows but we also have headliners that we fly in from all around the world and you know some of the amazing headliners that have been on shows such as the x factor britain's got talent not just from the uk we've got amazing singers from you know america's got talent we've got amazing singer claire that sings on our edge series ships and she was in the finals of amsterdam netherlands have got talent you know we bring in the the, the best people and best bands and you know, on our especially on our new ships, our edge series ships, theatres doesn't even don't even have a curtain because the stage is designed to come right out into the middle of the room. So every seat is the best seat in the house. It's not a traditional theatre style where you're all lined up. It's a rounded round theatre with big ten moving LED screens to really make the production pop. That is fantastic. And then we have you know amazing bands all around the ship singing and entertainment going on all around the ship so it's not just going to the theater you could be in the grand plaza on our edge series ships and we've got amazing singers or pianists up on the lawn like playing you know there's always something different that that will suit everybody i think there's a was it raining rocks and uskin and groove those are all kind of uh, yeah different amazing like 
ba- rock bands that go on, Our Lady Valentine, for instance, and Claire Madden, and some amazing headliners that will come in just for your sailing, which is great. I was just having a little look at the some of the shows on board, and you've got uh, it's got elements and stage door and art, yeah, and then yeah. crystallized looks look very different, not kind of what you expect to see on a cruise ship, is it? No, it's not. Like I say, because we because we're not the traditional cruise line, like. We don't have a, we don't, like I say, we don't even have a curtain in our theatre. So there's no curtain call. The stage comes out into the middle of the theatre and the screens move are part of the production show. It's, it is absolutely amazing. So when you're watching shows like art, people, the production team are actually walking through the screens and oh, it's, it's absolutely outstanding to watch it. You think as soon as you leave the theatre, you're like, right, what show's on tomorrow night? I want to come back tomorrow night and see the show again. Yeah. It's that thing that if you went to say a West End show or some other kind of something of the same kind of quality, how much you'd have to pay to go and see those yeah. kind of shows in the West End, and you're going to yeah. get that either before your dinner or after your dinner, yeah, the drinks of it as well. You can't do this on land, really, can you? Can you? No, the the, the value for money on board a cruise is stand. If you think of the entertainment that you get in, the quality of food that you get in. You know, going to different destinations, the amazing accommodation, the service on board. You know, it is when you add it all up, it is great value for money. And we we do two price options. So we do a cruise only price, which is as it is on the tin, it's cruise only. So you pay for your cruise and you pay drinks when you're on board, your tips and Wi-Fi, etc. A lot of people that cruise want to go and see the destination, so. They're off first thing in the morning and they're back last thing at night. They really immerse themselves in the destination that they're going to. So they see the cruise only as the best option for them because they think, well, why pay for a drinks package if I'm going to be out most of the day because I'm seeing this destination? But then if there's, you know, if you want to do a drinks package, you can do a drinks package. So the second price option is a all included option. So it's a, depending on what sailing you're going on. It's around between 55 and 60 pounds now per person per day. But that will include all of your drinks, Wi-Fi for everybody in your party, and also prepaid gratuities as well. So all gratuities on board and your, your service charges are paid for in that. So great value for money if you think our drinks package, for instance, is branded drinks package. So you're getting like Gordon's Gin and you're getting Tia Maria. I'm just seeing some names now. Proper Bacardi, Malibu, it's all branded drinks. And I always say it's always nice if you ask for a G&T that you actually get a brand that you know. You also get given like a, a can of tonic. So you, it's not like the fountain tonic that comes out the nature button machines. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a good tonic, you know, so you know that it's good quality. So if you think for £60 or up to £60 a day for drinks, tips and Wi-Fi, Again, looking at a relaxed four-star hotel, how much would you pay for one gin and tonic in a in a nice bar? Twelve, thirteen pound. Yeah, quite a lot. I mean, I, I live in Paris, and uh, a G and C in Paris is. I mean, even even in a regular normal bar is at least ten euros. Let alone before going yeah. anywhere decent. So yeah, you gonna you have a couple of drinks. You prepaid for your tips. You got your Wi-Fi as well. Yeah. And it doesn't have to always be alcohol as well. You, can, you don't have It's That's a good point. And, you know, some people say, oh, well, actually, I don't drink, so I'm not going to get the benefit of it. You actually, dr- everybody drinks. 
in the day and through the day, we've got an amazing barista coffee shop on board, Cafe Albaccio. Now, warning here, when you go to Cafe Albaccio, you have to have one of the cakes because they're just absolutely divine. So my favourite is a little lemon tart. Oh, I have to, unfortunately, I have to have two every time I go. So warning there. Well, you got to. But yeah, so included in drinks package is all the specialist co- speciality coffees. So cafe macchiatas or your ice lattes, vanilla shot lattes, anything that you want is included in your drinks package. We've also got bottled water, vitamin waters included in, also non-alcoholic frozen and unfrozen cocktails as well. So if you are sitting by the pool, fancy a nice fruit juice, frozen or unfrozen, that's included in as well. So it's, it's not just the alcohol that's included as well. It's the, like I say, the vitamin waters, the premium teas, everything in Cafe Albaccio as well. I mean, how much would, if you were going to go to a, a Starbucks or a pret a how much would a, was a, with a latte cost you there? It's about four pounds or yeah. something like that? Yeah, but as for two large lattes here, take, yeah, you know, about seven, eight pounds for two. Yeah. And a cake on the side, that knocks it up to 12 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then grab a bottle of water to take back. Yeah. Well, as well. I mean, those vitamin waters aren't aren't particularly cheap. I mean, even no. even again, very strange thing in France, where I live, is that non-alcoholic cocktails are sometimes the prices out of alcoholic cocktails. Yeah. Very weirdly. Yeah. So if you want to have a, you have to keep, if you're having a, a, a pina colada and the kids have, you can have like they can have a, a, a cocktail as well. They don't just have to have. I think yeah. I think the famous cocktail for my son is the is the mudslide cocktail so where they put the chocolate sauce all the way around the glass and then fill it with like crushed ice chocolate yeah that's the favorite non-alcoholic in <laughs> family when we were on board so don't have yeah. that or go to bed that sounds like a lot of sugar <laughs> yeah it's a lot yeah yeah but you also have energy drinks on board as well don't you yeah we do energy drinks on board as well so again you know we have all the the, the red bulls on board etc so all different flavors as well, which you can't normally get around the world. But yeah, so energy drinks on board. And if you are going for the waters, it's the Evian water and San Pellegrino. So yeah, it's like I said, it's a, it's a very good drink package. It's what I love about Celebrity is that it's not locally branded. Yeah, like an all-inclusive hotel in the meds, which you could, yeah. you know, you don't actually know what you're drinking. At least here, you can have your branded drinks and you know what you're getting. Yeah, it's... You're actually getting the quality stuff that you know, the brands that you know, and you can obviously try different things. Because what I really love about being on a cruise ship is just trying things. And yeah, you after a couple of days, you know the the crew do get to know what you like, what you like to drink, and they suggest yeah. things as well. I've had it before on, on yeah. when they've suggested, yeah. why don't you try this cocktail instead, or should we make it with this, but we'll, we'll add something else extra in, into it as well, just to make it a bit different. So you're saying that we. She was experimental. Experimental. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind being experimented on. That's what you say, yeah. yeah. They want no, to experiment and give me different different cocktails and, and, and whatnot, then I'm absolutely We'll take it. Yeah. I mean, the crew, yeah. Well, if you want to sort of tell us a little bit more about the crew, they're outstanding, aren't they? Yeah, we are. And we're really proud of our crew on board. And we recruit crew from all around the world. So we have crew from around the world so this is part of what celebrity cruises is really proud of is our diversity and inclusion on our from the top all the way down so our president and ceo lisa lutoperlo is really proud so since she's come on board at celebrity cruises we've raised our female officers from on the bridge from two percent 
to 33%. Wow. So we really, yeah, we are really proud of, you know, what we do. And like I say, we recruit from all around the world. So I know some certain cruise lines will only recruit from certain parts of the world, but we, you know, we have a real diverse crew on board. You know, they absolutely love working for celebrities. So just after the pandemic, you know, we've got 16 ships to, to staff 16 ships is a, you know, a mean, a mean operation. And 85% of our crew were returning crew after the pandemic. So that's just speaks volume of how as a company after that, they wanted to come back to us as a brand and work for celebrity cruises when they could have gone anywhere at that stage because the whole of the cruise industry industry was shut down and you know jobs were back on the back on the you know agenda for everybody but 85 percent of our crew actually returned to celebrity cruises so i think that speaks volume in itself i think when you have a happy crew that comes across oh yeah you definitely see that and you know we see that in the the questionnaires that get sent at the end of the cruise and the little gifts that people take to go back on board our ship and you know our crew move around different ships and you you you'll go on and you might not have been on for maybe a year or even over a year and someone will just look at you and they think ah and they come up to you and go i recognize you and obviously because i work for celebrity go on board with my son and they they say to me oh where's your son you know they because i holiday on board the brand i holiday on board our ships Mm. as well so it's like you know it's and they do remember you and they remember what you like to drink and they're really it's with us it's personal they're similar to you at travel counselors you know it's with you it's personal and they're it's it's their home these cruise ships although we go on it for 10 days of the year a 10 yeah 10 days of a year for holiday these people live on board the ship this is their home so they want to be enjoyable is in the workplace but they just happen to live there as well i think you you can definitely kind of see it when you go on board the ships and yeah. do you know what you could go on the you could go on technically the best ship in the world and they with the best everything but if the crew are unhappy that service is going to be terrible and you're not going to have a great cruise the physical ship is obviously one part of it but the crew yeah. really do make a massive difference don't they absolutely and we have obviously been around a long time celebrity cruises and we've got some newer ships that we launch in, you know, our Edge Series ships, but our older ships that we've got, our older hardware, and I hate saying that word hardware, but the older ships that we do have actually get the highest NPS score. So our net promoter score, which customers say, would they recommend this cruise to others when they get off? Our highest is in our older fleet of ship because people love the ships. The crew love working on them ships. They ask to return to them ships even though they can, they have the opportunity of going to newer ships. They they love the feel of our older ships because it's like at home, it's like putting slippers on. So yeah. yeah, it's you know they they love it. So yeah, don't underestimate like what you said. The crew can you know really make a make it for you when you're on board the ship. Yeah, I think it's it's about sort of being part of a family, isn't it? If you, yes. If you can quickly sort of tell us about, I think one thing that sort of puts some people off going on cruising is if you need accessible travel. You might feel feel that it is might a cruise might not be for you, but I think Celebrity is one of those cruise lines. That actually, they've cracked accessible travel quite well, haven't they? Yeah, so we have accessible staterooms, so this is really easy for travel counsellor to find on our systems. We've made it really easy for them. We have also dialysis at sea, so if you need dialysis delivered to the ship, we can arrange that for you. 
We also have accessible excursions. So again, one of our brand pillars, like I spoke at the beginning, was about connecting you with the destination. So it doesn't, don't feel that if you are a little less mobile or in a wheelchair, can't go and see the destinations because we have accessible staterooms. But something that Celebrity Cruises has done with our new series of ship. So you'll see our Edge series of ship. So we've got Celebrity Edge, Celebrity Apex, Celebrity Beyond, and Celebrity Ascent coming this November. You'll see on the side of it this beautiful orange magic carpet. Yes. Now you think, what is this attached to the side of the ship? This thing. So when we were designing the ship, so again, going back to what I said at the beginning about design of our ships, we want to connect you with the world. So what the magic carpet does is, if you were in a destination, use Santorini for experience, we can't actually dock in Santorini. That's too shallow. So we have to tender you from the ship to the to the destination. So with the magic carpet, it will be down on deck three. If you're in Santorini as an example, so you'll want to go in, into Santorini. You'll go down to the magic carpet. You will walk straight from the magic carpet to our tenders, our exclusive edge tenders, without taking any steps up or down. Wow. If, yeah. Wow. So if you think if you're in a different on a different cruise line and the gangway can be like quite horizontal mm-hmm. and the waves are crashing, you think, oh my God, you know, you've got two or three members of staff helping down a jittery gangway. The magic carpet was solely designed to connect people that are less mobile with the destination. So you will walk straight from the magic carpet onto the edge liner without taking any steps up or down. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so then we thought, oh God, now what do we do with this? Because not every port needs a tender experience. So then the magic carpet is multifunctional. So it doesn't move up and down whilst anybody's on it. It's not a lift. So some people think, does it take you from deck 16 all the way down to deck three? It's not that. It will be down on deck three if you were in a tender port. If you're not in a tender port, then at lunchtime it will be on deck five. So it would be an extension of our War on Five sushi restaurant. So and can dine fresco. And then the afternoon and the evening, it will be up on deck 16 and it turns into a cocktail bar. So cool. you can have a, a sundowner just as you're before you're about to go and get ready for dinner, or you can sit out there at 10 at night whilst sailing around the Med or the Caribbean. So multifunctional. So again, connecting with the sea, you can't get much closer than being in a cantilevered magic carpet, which is the size of a tennis court and holds over 100 people. Yeah, I've seen the, the, the pictures and videos of it. It does look amazing. And it's something completely yeah. different that no other ship has got anything. It's a very nope. cool thing as well. No other ship has got anything like this as well. And the fact that it's multifunctional just means that you've got so much diversity. You're saying if you want to have sushi yeah. lunchtime, but then in the evening, you've got to have a cocktail in the same place. Yeah, absolutely. And then it'll help get on and off in certain destinations as well. So again, just touching on our design, you know, that's what we you know, design the ship for to connect you with the destination. Yeah. I remember trying to get off in, I think it was in Guernsey or something like that, that, and then trying to get on to a tender and it was a bit choppy and it was a bit yeah. up and down. And I was okay, yeah. but the people I was with, they didn't have an, a, a fantastic experience. So it sounds like if they were, if they were obviously on celebrity and using the magic carpet, it would have been a yeah. breeze would have been onto the, onto the tender ship quite easily. Yeah. And like I say, the edge, the edge liners are designed to, come right the way up to the magic carpet so it's just walking straight onto from one platform to another without any steps up or down so fantastic yeah 
And then Celebrity always seem to be, they always seem to be a brand new ship. Always, you know, always seem to be teasing us with brand new ships. We've been really lucky with our last series of ships. We've got Edge series of ships, which have been launched since 2021. We launched an Apex. We launched Beyond last year in 22. We've got Celebrity Ascent. She will be launching with us this November, so November 23 in the Caribbean. She's currently in the shipyard in France, and she's actually having her float out this week so the first time she'll actually touch water and then we've got one more edge series ship to come in another couple of years so yeah always exciting so it's like saying if you've been on a celebrity cruise once you need to kind of come back again to see what we're doing with the newer ships yeah well you've got what's it 16 ships at the moment sort of to to go and try out so if you've done one cruise in one i think with with a lot of people what i say when people go on the first cruise is Book the cruise for the ports, not necessarily the ship. Yes. Then afterwards, when you're going back on for a second or third time, look more at the ship itself because you're going to want to go and do all these really exciting or relaxing things. And actually, the ship is is more important or just as important as the ports. Yes. The first time you go is is mainly about about the port. But the the thing is, if you're if you're somewhere where you do need to go on a tent. Yeah. For example, if it's bad weather, you might not be able to actually go. So you do have to look at well, actually what is on board the ships. Yeah. Which you do have amazing things on board the ships. So even if even if you can't get off for a day, or just don't fancy getting off for the day, I've done it before. I've just hung around the uh, the ship. Oh, there's lots going on board, isn't there? Always relax. something going on. Always something going on. You could just chill out by the pool. You can go and relax and go and get a couple of drinks. Or, you, and, and as you said, you're in the port for a long time, so you don't actually have to get off for the whole day. You could just get off for the afternoon, have a lie-in, yeah. have a breakfast or something like that. And I think that's great thing about Celebrity, as you said, is that you've got the longer time in the port as opposed to just sort of hit and run that you get with some of the other cruise yeah. lines. Definitely. Time you can go and explore and go and do some cruise, the, the shore excursions as well. So tell us what, what's coming up next for Celebrity. So what's going up next? We're really excited that Celebrity Ascent will be joining the fleet in November. She will be in the Caribbean. Also, what's new for this year is we will actually have a ship sailing in Europe all year round, which we've never, ever had before. We normally put all of our ships back out in the Caribbean around the end of October. This year, for 2023, we're going to have Celebrity Infinity sailing out of Lisbon, Barcelona and Athens throughout the winter season. So people are looking for that winter sun destination and not wanting to cruise from Southampton and do the lovely Bay of Biscay. <laughs> they can fly directly to the Barcelona, Lisbon, or Athens and pick up one of our amazing itineraries in the Med this winter. So that's new for us. So that's definitely something to look out for. We've also got Celebrity Silhouette. She will be having her last season out of Southampton. So Celebrity Silhouette has been based in Southampton for around seven years now, doing the May to October season. So she'll be having her last season with us in 2023. So if you've been on Celebrity Silhouette before and you want to say goodbye to her, she'll be having a departing season this year. Really excited is that Celebrity Apex, so one of our newest series of ship, will be based out of Southampton in 2024. So this is on sale now and going up to beautiful destinations of the Norwegian fjords and the 
the Baltic capitals and going down to the Canaries. But we're also for us next year is we're going high up as the Arctic Circle. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So imagine being on the magic carpet that I just spoke about in the Arctic Circle and a nice warm hot chocolate. Uh, yes. The amazing Northern Lights. That sounds amazing. I mean, and going out of Southampton, because I think that's what some people, first time cruisers, put off by the flying. I mean, if you don't like flying, it's been fantastic. You can just go straight out of Southampton, just drive down, coach away. Yep. Go down to Southampton. And you also, you're going to be able to get to some really amazing destinations. Sometimes when you think, oh, I've got to go out of Southampton, you think, oh, I'm kind of stuck with just sort of a couple of itineraries. But to be able to go to the Arctic Circle, and to be yeah, the magic carpet at night and have a hot chocolate, that sounds amazing. Something that you would normally have to have probably gone to probably Alaska or something to go and yeah. go and do. So going up that far as well. I don't think there's any other cruise ship from the UK that goes up that far, is there? Oh, so this is... That's what we're always trying to do something different to attract new cruisers to the brand, but also keeping our traditional cruisers happy with, you know, a newer ship out of Southampton. Because some people, like you said, don't like flying. They do just like that, traveling out of the UK, take as much luggage as they like with them. But then we've also got options of flying around the world as well. So we're going to have seven ships in Europe this summer. Three, obviously, our newest ships of, of will all be in Europe this summer got two ships based out in Australia, three ships based in Alaska, three ships based in the Galapagos. So we really do have the world covered. Pretty much anywhere you want to go, is you're going to be covered as long as, as, long as there's yes. an ocean, as long as there's a sea. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Not in Switzerland, but pretty much anywhere else you can be able, <laughs> be able to go to, you're pretty much covered. I think that's what's great about Celebrity is it's not just the same old routine when people are looking to do the second or third cruises, that's when they think, oh, I'll try something a bit more adventurous as opposed yeah. to what they've done before. And that's why I think a lot of people are now going to Asia and they're going to South America and they're exploring all these amazing destinations from the comfort of the beautiful ships. Absolutely. Yes. What a way to see the world. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, if you have one piece of advice for a first time cruiser, what would it be? Don't be scared. There's lots of questions. There's lots of people here that can help you out with questions and answers. And no question is a silly question. Like everyone's holiday is different. Everyone's experiences are different. So don't shy away, not do cruise because there might be a few questions again, like what we've touched on today. Dress code, drinks packages, tipping. You know, all of these are barriers that some people think, oh, it just seems a bit complicated cruising, but it's actually really simple so don't be scared to ask really i think once you've done a cruise you'll be hooked you'll want to cruise again and again but yeah kind of dip your toe in the water and don't be afraid to try something different try something different i'm sure you're going to love it obviously speak to us so we can find out what the sort of best cruise for you is going to be but michael thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us today it's been absolutely welcome thanks for having me Fabulous. Thanks for having me. Speak soon.